You're listening to Fayetteville 411 Podcast, produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you will get information about city government and the programs and services that we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into various departments that help keep our city moving. I'm Devin Smith. And I'm Sherry Crop. Thanks for joining us for the Fayetteville 411. Today, we have two guests with us, Elise Shank and Rhonda Groves, and they are both athletic coordinators with Fayetteville Cumberland Parks and Recreation. And we're going to talk about some summer programs and opportunities that we have for um, the residents. Welcome to thank the you. Fayetteville 411. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, Elise, let's start with you. Um, you're, you're focused more on aquatics, yes. um, swim, uh, camps, pools, splash pads, things like yes. that. So why don't we go ahead and start with you and talk about some of the opportunities? Sure. So, you know, first things first, you can find all of the information on our facilities on our website, fcpr.us. You can locate all the splash pads and pools on a map, which is quite helpful when you're trying to figure out what is closest to you. Uh, We have a surplus of splash pads in the area, and our splash pads open up on May 1st, which is very exciting for those of us with young children. Right around the corner, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We we visit those quite frequently over the summer. Um, And then our pools are going to open up on Memorial Day Monday, so just in a couple months, that's happening soon. And we have, um, while we're on the pools, we have how many pools and where are they located? So we have four pools currently. So we have Lake Rim Pool and Westover Pool, which are on the west side of Mm -hmm. Fayetteville. Mm -hmm. And then we have College Lakes and Chalmers Pool, which are on the east side of Fayetteville. Well, um, let's see. The College Lakes is, I would consider that more north. North. Yeah, yeah, that's north. So they're strategically located around town to make it convenient for everybody. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, we also have several programs going on at our pool facilities over the summer. So we have a summer swim league, which is a non-competitive swim league. So it's, you know, purely for developmental reasons. That's for kids age 7 to 17. And our registration is open for that right now, all the way through May 1st. And then we also have swim camps, which are going to open up for registration on May 1st. And so the camps are also instructional camps. They're, they run for four days for two hours each day. And, you know, throughout the week, we work on improving the kids' swimming skills. And is there a, there a cost for those? Yes. So the swim camps are $90 per week. And the swim league is $35 for residents and double for non-residents. Gotcha. What level for the for the swim camp? What level of swimming do you need to have coming into that? So you don't need to have any sort of swimming ability coming in. It's also developmental. You know, on the first day, we kind of sort the kids into groups to see what their ability level is. And then we go from there to improve. But, you know, they don't need to know how to swim to participate. They just need to be able to be in the water independently. So they can't need to have mom, dad, grandma, grandpa in the water with them. They have to be in the water by themselves. And what about the swim leagues? What are some of the things that um, um, they learn about in in those non-competitive leagues? Sure. So with the swim league, there is a requirement that the kids can swim a 25 freestyle in order to join. And from there, throughout the weeks of practice, you know, we'll work on drills to improve their kicking and their freestyle and breaststroke skills. What what level of... uh improvement have you seen with kids in that in that league and are there any success stories of you know kids going on to to compete or anything like that well so again it is developmental so you know with swimming it can be the progress can be so different for kids and you know and for adults who 
you know, choose to do any sort of swim lesson or swim workouts. Um, you know, the, that improvement can be anywhere from, you know, maybe they're swimming faster, maybe they're able to swim for longer, or it's just more efficient. And, you know, several of the kids that swim in our summer league will also participate in like their high school swim teams, or even some of the local uh, swim teams in the area throughout Cumberland County. Now, Elise, uh, I know last year um, there was a little shortage of lifeguards, but uh, and we really promoted that a lot, and you were able to, I mean, you have an abundance of lifeguards do. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, yes. do you need any, um, any more lifeguards um, or any other positions at the pools? Yes. So, you know, we're always hiring for more lifeguards. So we take an American Red Cross lifeguard certification, you know, for the position. So right now, I think we have about 80 lifeguards on our books right That's now. Awesome. And yeah, so I'm hoping to get to 100 this year and you know we were one of the few counties last year who were able to return to normal operations last summer which I think is pretty impressive Mm -hmm. when you think about the size of Fayetteville and Cumberland County Um, so we are hiring for more lifeguards and we're also hiring for recreation assistants that position should be opening up soon and those people are going to be the ones you know standing on top of the slide and sending the kids and adults down and also manning our front desk. So taking money, checking people in, answering the phone, those positions should be posted um, within the coming weeks. And they can go to fcpr.us to find those or where do they go? So they'll, we're, we post on government jobs. So mm-hmm. I think it's fatevalency.gov slash career jobs. jobs, slash jobs. Plus. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. And they should all be posted. There. Yes. Yeah. Well, Rhonda, what do you have going on on your side of things as we start to talk about summer camps and things like that? We have various summer sports camps, and we also offer um, a summer league for volleyball and basketball during the summertime. Absolutely. So let's stay with with the volleyball and and, uh, basketball. So when does that registration begin and end, and then what is kind of like the length of the season? It's during the summertime. The registration starts in April, April the 1st through June. Um, they can register any one of our recreation centers, and we also offer online registration as well. And when do the camps actually start? The camps start in July. Mm-hmm. Some are in July, some are in June as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a week long for about five days. Um, they can register any one of our recreation centers. It's baseball camp, softball camp, cheer camp, volleyball camp, and we also offer soccer. So we have tons of camps for them to um, pick and choose from in the summertime. They're a week long from about 9 a.m. to about 12 noon. Any costs associated with, with the camps? It's $30 per camp. Okay. It's okay. instructor base. So we have an instructor to help facilitate basic fundamentals of each camp okay. to at least give our um, participants, registered participants, um, the basic skills of those sports. Um, for cheer, for example, a big T, a little T, and cheering. You know, how to stand. Um, softball, how to catch. Um, how to hold the bat, bunt, slap. Basketball, some of the drills as far as um, shooting free throws. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the camps are for basic fundamentals to teach the children um, how to participate. And hopefully they'll have a good experience during the camps and register for some mm-hmm. of our various um, sports during their seasonal. 
And it's a great way to keep the kids occupied during the yes. summer. Get some energy <laughs> so out. So driving the parents crazy. Get them out of the house. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We've had some pretty good camps that the children have developed and learned. Some of the parents really have good feedback for us. Um, of course, life's always improving, but um, some of the children make some of the school teams. Yeah. From mm-hmm. Middle school teams. And then and some of them register with us in that um, – non-competitive on our recreation team level you know so they know yeah. where to stand for yeah. some, in the batter's box yeah. and sometimes you used to see them stand on top of the plate when they're getting ready to hit <laughs> no you don't stand there yeah. over to the side in the box so, mm-hmm. is there uh, and and i didn't catch this but um you might have said it but will you talk about if there's any age um ranges for the summer camps and then uh as well for the the summer leagues um, most of the camps start at age seven, and some of them are ages 14, and some of them are ages 17. Some of them vary. Um, basketball, for example, is seven to 17. Football is seven to 14. Our football program that we offer is also goes up to 14, so we try to make sure we stay within the same age range for our camps as well. But for the duration, most of them are seven to 14-year-olds. Now, Rhonda, where are these camps held at? Various locations throughout town. Um, our softball camp last year was held down at Layman Street Ballpark. Our football camp was held over at Reed Ross Classical Complex behind the school. Um, the cheer camp last year was held over at College Lakes Recreation Center. Uh, volleyball camp was held at Kiwanis Recreation Center. So we used uh, many of our um, areas that we have throughout town, whether it's a rec center or some of our open areas that we have or outside parks. Well, we also know that there are things that are non-athletic um, that, that are going on in parks and rec. So what are some of the, the day camps like? Sure. Um, so we actually have some different camps like cultural arts camps and nature camps. And so those take place at our different parks and at our different recreation centers. So, for example, uh, one of our half-day camps is an art camp, and that's for ages three to five years old. So we have stuff for really little kids as well. And then one of the examples of the nature camps is a survival week at Clark Park for 10 to 12-year-olds. So they do everything from learning how to make shelters and safe fires, tracking animals, identifying plants, all, all cool stuff like that. And then, you know, we also do summer day camp programs and summer playground camps as well at the different recreation centers. And so, you know, those are, you register week by week for those. And that's kindergarten through 12 years old. Those are some great programs. And in addition to those, there's all sorts of activities always happening at the recreation centers. So people can either visit the fcpr.us website to look at the activities guide Mm -hmm. um, and find out what's happening. Uh, at a recreation center near them. Yeah, really, I think the best thing to do is just to go in person to the rec centers when they're open. You get to meet the staff there, and you know they can really recommend what will be good for your family to participate in and just reference things going on at the other sites. So I think it's always best to go visit in person. And now that um, it's warmer weather, we want to encourage people to get out and walk the trails, the Cape yes. River Trail, Linear Trail, mm-hmm. um, and um, take advantage of some of the kayaking opportunities yeah. that they well, have over at Lake Rim. You know, Clark Park, their nature center just reopened for the summer hours, so they're open on the weekends now, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got all the animals and different artifacts. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. It is. 
So there's lots and lots to do. Absolutely. And I know there's a big push to make sure that a lot of this, a lot of these uh, attractions and, and services that we offer are connected and people are able to use the trails mm-hmm. to get to different uh, rec centers and things like that. And so yes. that we're really creating this um, this place where people can uh, can take advantage of, of all types of recreation. Definitely. And so we want to encourage people to visit the FCPR website just to get familiar with all of um, the facilities and the programs and activities that are offered. And that, again, is FCPR. US. Now, um, Elise, if they want information about aquatics, then they would visit that same webpage, fcpr.us slash aquatics, yes. and everything is there. Uh, is there anything else that we have that you need to talk about? Um, I think real quick, if they want to register online, they need to make sure that their household is set up within RecTrack, and they can do that by calling or visiting one of the recreation centers. Because if you just go to our registration website and you have not set that up, you will not actually be able to register online. That's something that our staff has to assist you with initially. Okay, good to know. Sounds good. Well, thank you both for joining us. Sure, thank you. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Fayetteville 411. The Fayetteville 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fayetteville, as we provide timely and informative updates on a variety of topics related to the city of Fayetteville. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fayetteville, available on your favorite streaming platform. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fayetteville has to offer by downloading the Faith TV streaming app available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can view all our video content by visiting faithtv.net. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at fayettevillenc.gov. Thanks for joining us.